0: Good morning, everybody. Hey, it is Wednesday, September 21st. Hope your week's going well. Hey, just update we didn't do too well yesterday in the market, ended up back in the uh in the red again. Uh, future's not looking too bad this morning. We'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here up next. But before we do, let's not forget that in this world there's a lot of things that we cannot control. But guess what? You can control how much risk you have in your portfolio, but you need to know what that risk is. And you need to know what your risk is to make sure that the two match up together. Give us a call, 863-382-0037, to schedule your core retirement design. And Dave's coming up next.
1: 41, uh, 19 before 9, I just figured La Vida Loco is probably the best song I could think of to play going into finances right now. <laughs> As it's been kind of nuts so lately. Let's check in and see what's going on to your money this morning. With the resources of Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services, who's on the line this morning. Philip, uh, it's been kind of a local life on Wall Street. Another down day yesterday. How you doing this morning?
0: Hey, doing okay today, Dave? You know, halfway through the week, and what, we got a week and a half before we hit the end of this quarter. And so, we're really at the end of earnings season. Not much. A few things trickling out this morning, but but I mean pretty much we're done with earnings uh going in but we do have one big thing coming out uh you know I think later this week maybe the GDP comes out so uh, that's right yeah that's is gonna that, be a big deal it's going
1: to be the third estimate or the second estimate for the that'll be the
0: that'll be the final estimate for the quarter
1: okay I, I'm not, I, and frankly, I'm not even looking forward to that right now because I keep hearing downward revisions being talked about. Setting the table, another of off day yesterday. Everything was down by a percent or better for all intents and purposes. Dow was down by a full percent, down 313. NASDAQ uh, was the uh, best of the bunch. It was down just under 1%, down 110. And the Standard Poor's 500 in the middle, down 44. I'm confused because the futures are pointing generally green this morning because we've got jitters up the yin-yang as far as what the Federal Reserve Open Market Committee is going to do at 2 p.m.
0: Well, that's right. I mean, that's going to be the big deal, right? That's uh, As far as what's on our plate for today, that is going to be what all eyes are focused on to see, you know, what do they do? Because there's still this oscillation, right, between is it going to be three quarters of a percent or is it going to be one percent? And um, we'll know about two o'clock today.
1: Yeah, but the only thing that we're not sh- that we're pretty sure of is that the half point number was pretty much taken off the table with the inflation reading last week and this may add another bit onto the table because the uh, mortgage application index came out and uh, even with 6 plus percent mortgage rates we actually increased the number of uh, mortgage applications last week up by 3.8% which once again kind of gives us the notion well, the economy is leveled off from what it was a year ago, but it ain't tamped down yet if the Federal Reserve wants to slow things down, are they?
0: No, it's really not. So, you know, you've got a couple things in play here. you got interest rates probably going up. Well, not probably. Going up today sometime. Um, you know, the other thing I read yesterday, uh, I can't remember if I mentioned this on the air or not, but uh, the mm-hmm. Fed is doubling down on the amount of money they're pulling out of the money system. You know They're That's starting right. to sell, I think it was almost $100 it's like $96 billion worth of uh, treasuries back into the market to reduce their balance sheet.
1: Yeah, we kind of mention that every once in a while, and it probably deserves more prominent mention that there are two things the Federal Reserve can do to tighten the money supply. One of them is the formal interest rate hike that we hear today. The other thing is all those bonds that they bought – you know, the odds are your mortgage is owned by the Federal Reserve at one point or another after the crash that we had during oh eight oh nine, 9 uh, They start dumping those back onto the private market, which sops up demand and eats up money. So either way, we're tightening up the money supply by both of those actions. And after stopping buying them in March, now we're actually selling them, which is basically putting a mop and a broom to the floor of money supply.
0: That's right. So we continue to see that. And you know, I found this part interesting too, Dave, that they said at the current rate at 96 billion, whatever it was, that to get back to the pre-COVID balance sheet that the Fed had, it uh-huh. won't be until 2026. <laughs>
1: Which kind of underscores what you and I were saying during the during the shutdown. We're buying bonds like drunken sailors, and we both kind of looked scant at the notion of when they basically ran out of mortgage and other bonds to, sell, to buy, when they started buying corporate bonds. They really have been going crazy, haven't they?
0: They really have. They, they really Absolutely. have. Absolutely. Know, so it's, yeah.
1: You know, when we talk about interest rates, this is not just an academic pursuit. Uh, i got a figure here. People are turning to, cre- well, prices are going up, and a lot of people, especially on the lower end of the socioeconomic scale, are ending up uh, buying a lot of stuff on credit in order to uh, be able to beat the bridge. Well, I've got some figures here. Turning to credit to bridge the inflation gap, 30%, 34% of whites say they have ended up using credit cards to cover essentials in the last three months. That number goes up to 54% of Hispanic population basis and 42 percent of blacks that have been using credit cards in order to bridge the inflation gap, all of those interest rates are going to uptick almost immediately after 2 p.m. this afternoon because those interest rates just pretty much are indexed right to that reference Federal Reserve rate. So uh, the money it takes that we borrow in order to bridge the inflation gap is just going to get more expensive and nothing worse, not to mention what it's going to do to the federal interest payments as time goes on.
0: Well, that's right. It really is, Dave. And ultimately, you know, when those folks have to decide whether they need to buy food and fuel or pay their credit card, they're going to opt for food and fuel, right? So then that's when we'll start to see the default rates go up on credit cards. And when that happens, I think then you can figure that maybe we're getting close to the bottom.
1: Oh, I don't really want to look for that as being an indicator of the bottom, but I fear you're right. And it does explain why on the uh, a lot of the big banks and consumer super uh, super regionals, they were increasing their bad debt reserves on their quarterly reports that we saw this past earnings season. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. But, yeah.
0: You talked a little bit about mortgage applications. So I want to I want to flip that to the housing market a little bit. We talked yesterday about housing starts and housing permits, and mm-hmm. starts better than we expected, permits less than expected. But you know, I, I read this article that said that you know prices have gone crazy the last two years, but the housing recession really shows no signs of, of stopping. Um, the home builder confidence index fell to 46 That is the ninth straight drop in that rate. If you compare it to where it was a year ago, that same index rate was 76. Um, So it's the lowest we've seen since May of 2014. And uh, so it just shows you that we still are seeing pressure uh, in that housing market.
1: Absolutely. It should be mentioned that while the uh, number of mortgage applications went up unexpectedly this week, the absolute number of mortgages being applied for nationally is still down by like something like 80% from last year. So, yeah, the housing market nationally has slowed down. My real estate friends say that they're still selling houses around here, and the prices really haven't suffered that much, but the buyers that are out there are the serious buyers right now. The looky-loos that might just decide to change homes on a lark, they went away, but the buyers that are out there right now are the serious ones only, and that means a lot of, well, let's see if we can qualify. Applications aren't happening anymore.
0: No, that's right. That's right. They're, they're, we're getting to that point of, hey, I'm relocating. I got to find a place. What do I do?
1: Uh, yeah, pretty close to that. We do have a couple of reports coming out later on today that are just going to get buried in the, 2, in the 2 p.m. Federal Reserve decision. But I've got uh, both existing home sales. Uh, I've got that uh, slated for 10 this morning. I haven't heard thus the expectations are uh, a 2.3 percent drop in existing home sales. Is that kind of square with what you've heard in the rumor, Bill?
0: Yeah, it does. It's uh, my expectation. I don't have a percentage, but I've got a dropping from 4.81 to 4.68 for this uh, for the August number. So definitely we'll be down.
1: I got you there. Other tidbits going on. We talked about it briefly yesterday morning. Uh, Ford kind of shocked the world by saying they had some issues on their revised guidance. And boy, did their stockholders pay yesterday during the day, didn't they? They
0: did. I I can't remember how long it's been since we've seen that kind of decline, but they were down over 12% yesterday.
1: That doesn't happen in the automobile trade that much because that's a relatively predictable marketplace. So when you see 12% from one automaker, i got to assume GM is going to have a sector issue and follow that down.
0: You would think so. I haven't had a chance to look at that yet. But, uh, you know, if, if Ford's having that issue, then let's face it, all the automakers should be having the same issues.
1: Absolutely, I'm a little bit of a flip inside, just because it needs to be mentioned. Because we mentioned the stock all the time, Uh, the people that make Beyond Meat, uh, they had to fire, they had to suspend their chief operating officer the other day. He got into a fight and bit somebody's nose off. Evidently, the people that run Beyond Meat are all are not all vegan, huh?
0: (laughs) Yes, not. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, not really having any effect on them today. They are actually up about one percent right now. But yeah, that is. somewhat of an issue that kind of hit the news uh uh this week
1: there was mostly fun to make fun of because i've been making fun of all about about beyond meat now for eons uh resetting the table down day yesterday we're going to be kind of on hold to a certain extent waiting for that interest rate decision from the fed 45 minutes before we open i'm kind of surprised to see some green ink this morning philip what are we looking at
0: well, we do still have green ink across all the boards today. We got the Dow up uh almost a half a percent, the S&P 500 up a half a percent, the Nasdaq 100 up about 4 tenths of a percent. The big winner right now is the Russell 2000, up a little over 3 quarters of a percent. Uh, on the other side, we got silver up huge, man, 2.8% and then we got gold up 3 quarters of a percent. And crude oil is about where it was yesterday, Dave, but it's up 1.5% from its close at $85.25 a barrel.
1: I'm almost getting used to the notion of the mid-80s being a good place to be. I could almost put up with that for a while, if it'd stay there. Uh, World markets, the Asian rim, by and large, off at the close at 6 a.m. this morning. Europe is looking at our futures and saying, hey... Maybe they know something we don't, so they're up, not big time, but they're up across the board in Europe this afternoon. Somebody wants to find out how to uh, make their uh, retirement fund stable, no matter what Jay Paulson and the Fed do. I need a little help. How do I find you to get that reading on my retirement plans?
0: Hey, Dave, give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule their core retirement design, where we help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730 and 95.3 FM.
1: And back here tomorrow morning with a reading as to what the government did to us this afternoon and what it's (laughs) likely to do to you tomorrow. Philip, thank you so much. I'll see you then. All right. All
0: right, man. Have a great day.
1: Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler.
0: Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. It is the middle of the week. We're getting really close to the end of this quarter. Hey, we got the interest rates coming out today. GDP comes out tomorrow. A lot of things happening as we get ready to close out this quarter. Stay tuned. Be with us again tomorrow. Until then, have a great day.